All right, welcome to Slurred Speech, a podcast about slurred speech and the government trying to control slurred speech. 1776! My name is Joseph Steele, and I'm a patriot. And right sitting across from me is another patriot, Statman Daryl. Please tell us how the government is trying to control the stats. Government's bad, and they just... They just all the stats are fake. 1776! Oh, yeah. So I want to do a radio voice this entire podcast. I, dude, I could not do a radio <laughs> voice this, this entire podcast. All I could think of was, I, was I, I don't know, I listen to a lot of shit, but all I could think of was those guys that put on that radio voice, like, hey, how you doing? You know, uh, you know. And they do four hours of play, you know, they do two hours of fucking talking and then two hours of audio where they play the same Bachman Turner Overdrive songs, you Ooh, know. All the good ones, though. Yeah, well, I do like that. I need to hear him. <laughs> need to hear him. All right. Sometimes the government's taking care of business. <laughs> Here's Bachman Turner Overdrive taking care of business. <laughs> or they'll be like, you know, I'm really in a haze from the government. Here's Jimi Hendrix. He's in a purple haze. They do. Those are some great fucking. Uh, I, I, I've got a couple. I got a couple more. What, what was the other one? It was like, oh. <laughs> this one's good. Oh, you want to hear about war pigs? The Democrats are war pigs. Black Sabbath, war pigs right now on 1776. That reminds me. There's an ODB song where he's like, hey, remember when you do this as a kid and you go, and see how long you can do it and that's the whole intro of his song that was the whole intro of his song was him going he was, he was one of a kind man yeah he really was like i think we talked about the one of the last podcasts where he uh uh the uh return of the 36 chambers like they were like yeah he was a little messed up but we were able to get through it and you could tell by the sound quality of like there are certain songs you're like wow that sounds really quiet compared to the rest of the album but then his next album which i forget what it was but they said he was so coked out and cracked out that, like, he would just be in there rhyming, and the guys would be like, all right, we'll just cut this up and... Uh, Put something behind. Yeah, we'll make this, we'll make this sound good. Because it's not even to the beat we gave you. Yeah, yeah, we'll make... So we'll put it to a different we'll make beat. The, we'll make this work. Here's ODB. He wants his money. Like the government. 1776. Can you imagine, like... If we knew each other in, like, real life, and I did the podcast, like, blah, 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 and I was like, hey, buddy, what's up? Oh, I got this stupid giggle where I laugh like this. That would be fun. We should maybe do one of those. Maybe work on a a podcast voice, and we'll do it one of these weeks. So, I was was throwing around another podcast Probably don't use that one, though. It seems like it's going to be a little bit of strain on you. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. Stop smoking. Stop drinking. I'll be able to go like this all day long. Uh, Have you ever heard Pharrell? Yeah. Yeah. That's how he talks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I messaged uh, Ken Carmen. He was like, "No, that's really how he talks." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, Ken." Um, and the other one, I, the other one I was thinking of was, do you remember Maxwell from Cleveland? Yeah. He was like, uh, "Hey, I'm Maxwell." You're like, yeah, yeah. That's not how he really talks. It's not. No, from what I've heard, I mean, I know people have met him and just said, uh, "You don't think Pharrell talks that way?" No. Oh, you might talk that way now because he's done it for so fucking long. Yeah. Right. Like, this is Pharrell. Ah, my name well, is. Why would that be your fake voice, though? To get on the radio, and make you famous. That's not a good voice, though. Ah, uh, well, what was it? He had a big thing. I because I used to listen to Pharrell because I used to listen to Ken at uh, night all the time, and uh, well, I can't even do that voice. It's it's hard. It's harsh to hear. Uh, the Buffalo Bells. Uh, you just sound like that all the time. I'm doing the whole podcast like this. Morning, yeah. What do you mean Baker didn't show up to OTAs? He's got his offensive camp going. Yeah, that though that was really good. Yeah. That was really good. You did a good one there. No, he's down there with his offensive, uh, his offensive uh, camp down there. So he's not, you know, responsible for the team or anything. And now Odell's down there, and they're uh, dude. You're nailing it. Uh, you know, doing their thing, so you know, hopefully they're hanging out and getting to know each other better. But it's like, hey, come to the real OTAs. Uh, the kids need it too. You know, it can't just be the Odell and Baker show. Because I'll tell you what, when they're throwing to Odell, they're not getting all those other guys mixed in there. And you know, we we got to spread the ball around. They were better without. I still think this team is better without Odell Beckham on it. 
You're killing it. That's really good. You could be you could be on CBS radio and have hot takes. Because it's always the same hot takes. Fucking LeBron's old, needs to retire. Browns suck. It's like Cleveland's always like in the middle of everything. Like Steph Curry's gonna go to a team. Steph Curry. I think he's gonna go to another team. He's probably gonna go to the Lakers. I'll tell you right, you see how those uh Lakers fans really uh they turned their backs on LeBron real quick. Now he's not a franchise player or anything like that at That's all. so good. You know, uh, my friend Bobby me the other week. Oh, see, I can't even. Oh. You're getting. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Bobby asked me something like uh, whether that Lakers team was as good as the, the Cavs championship team. And I said, we clearly didn't have a, an AD on there. I think Kyrie is absolutely balling out this. What, however, they figured it out, and I think we probably talked about it. We didn't know if those three guys would all work out well together, but he's balling the fuck out right now. Kyrie's balling like crazy. Yeah, KD's um, balling. He it, wasn't that guy in 2016. He was pretty well, good. No, though. he's still real, real yeah. good, but he's not as good as Anthony Davis. Uh, he could stay healthier than him for the most part. But I, I, so I looked at him. Kevin like, loved them stay healthier. I was, than him. Yeah, I was like Anthony Davis is clearly better than anyone the Cavs had back then. But then Kyrie. And Kevin Love are better than anyone that those, that team has. Well, um, and Tristan was such a workhorse back in those days. Tristan too. was still good. So, really, I thought they were, like, very comparable. And then AD obviously didn't play, so they're throwing Marcus AD Morris on the AD didn't play. Why didn't he play? He can't play through it. And uh, But, yeah, so then uh, I saw Lakers fans were going hard about how LeBron's – I mean, not – He's just not a superstar anymore, they're saying. He's too old, and the offense is stagnant. All the same shit we said about the offensive problems that he had even in Cleveland here. Like, people start looking at him and waiting for him to do stuff, and it's like, that's the way it's always been, but they also lost their second best, and, you know, if he could stay healthy, he might have even been their best player. Did and he? that's that's thanks to LeBron, though, because LeBron saved him so much from having to do so much. AD had a thing throughout his career before this year where – he wasn't so great in the fourth quarters. Um, and so LeBron taking some of the pressure off of him, letting him be fresher, he was actually really good in the fourth well, quarter. Well, the NBA year. playoffs have been interesting. They have been interesting. Um, obviously, the Lakers are out. LeBron's out, which LeBron is the first is... time he's ever been out in the first round. Correct. And making it the, with Golden State having not made the official playoffs, it'll be the first time since 2010 that NBA Finals don't have LeBron or Golden State in it. That's really good. That's actually really good for the NBA. I, that I, is I, cool. Yeah. Because that's been everybody's main source of hatred the last couple of years. It's just, and we know who it's going to be. It's going to be Golden State. And I guess en- injuries really kept them out of it um, for the most part. But, you know, it's LeBron and Golden State, or, you know, it's the two guys out of the West. It's probably going to be the Lakers. And then um, before this year, it was, you know, probably going to be. Uh, Celtics or the Bucks, and then the Heat surprised everybody last year. They got bounced in the first round this year, and Bucks are about to get bounced. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, Tr- Jay Crowder get bounced at the end of that last Phoenix game. No, he uh, came back on defense after. Uh, so there's like 36, 40 seconds left in the game. Booker dunks one, um, and I think the Lakers look like they're pissed off. Like the game's over. We were clearly like not even playing defense. We thought you'd dribble that out, and it was like. There's still time on the clock. Like, Booker looked at him and was like, we're still playing basketball. And uh, then Jay Crowder kind of goes into the Lakers paint and starts doing the, uh, like, a cha-cha or a salsa dance. He starts salsa dancing because LeBron's got a new fucking commercial where he does that, I guess. Uh, what type of salsa? And he, uh, I don't know. Spicy? Mild? It looked hot. It looked, it looked hot and spicy. Nice. I like to do the hot spicy it was salsa. A, it was a shady one, you know. He was clearly mocking LeBron. He instantly got teed up and then, like, really? sprinted off the court. He knew immediately. Um yeah, so that was that was pretty fun for me to see. I enjoyed it. Yeah, so the NBA playoffs have been interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Phoenix looks really good. Mm-hmm. They're leading the uh, Nuggets series right now. Uh, DeAndre Ayton and some of their schemes really gave Jokic a lot of trouble in the first game. I think he even shouted out Ayton in the press conference just saying he really disrupted him. Did Jokic uh, get the MVP? I don't know. I think I saw that somewhere that Jokic got the MVP. I've been kind of disconnected this weekend. Had a had a big. Yep, he's the. F- uh, yeah, got the MB, MVP award. Oh, good for him. And uh, Derrick Rose got a st- second. Uh, got a first place vote. Derrick Rose got a first place vote. I yeah, I have not watched since I got kicked out of. Uh, he's been very important to that team. Which um, team? The Knicks. Okay. Um, Knicks are kicked out. I believe the Knicks got bounced by yeah Atlanta. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. I, I was sitting there. I was complaining to somebody about Trey Young. Like, he's flexing and doing all this crazy shit. And I was just like, that makes me hate people. Like, you beat the Knicks. You didn't fucking bounce the Bucks or the Brooklyn. And then he was like, no, it, Knicks fans have been ruthless to him and, like, talking shit to his family and stuff. I was like, oh, never mind then. I well, like Atlanta. I watched videos of, like, the Knicks. They won, like, one playoff game, and they, they were going out there like they won the championship. Mm-hmm. It almost reminded me of, like, uh, I forget what Paul brother, but, like, they um, – after he beat Ben Askren, uh, is that Logan? There's two of them, Jake and Logan. One of them well, – Logan Lo- fought this last weekend, so that was Jake that beat Askren. Okay, so Jake was f- acting like he won – Literally a gold medal oh, yeah, in the Olympics. Crying yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Jake Paul, him and that Mayweather fight. Did you watch it? I did not. So I got. I actually have a really hot take. Ooh, hot take. Really hot take. That um, I think I think I actually like it, people might react to and might not be happy about. Ooh, if you want to re hot hot take, react to this hot take. Call the hotline up at 216-260-5484. Let them have it, Joe. Yeah. I don't think that was a very good boxing match. <laughs> no, you didn't like it? It just wasn't very good. I've watched a lot of boxing. It wasn't very good? No, it was not good. Was it? How many times did, uh, like, how many times did Mayweather get hit, really? Well, there's that. <laughs> so... So as I'm watching it, right, and I'm like, so in the first round, uh, Paul lets a, a flurry out, as they called it. Mm-hmm. Did you see that gif? No. Or meme? So Paul lets this flurry out. <laughs> it was like, yeah, he looks really improved in his boxing, and he's throwing nothing. Like, And I'm no fight expert, but I've watched mm-hmm. lots of fights. He's doing throwing nothing from the hips and just doing this. You know, like... Yeah, and not hit like and 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 Mayweather is just like, all arms. Yeah, and throwing for no no, and he's not throwing anything for like. I I I I've done a little training, so like when you go to throw, you throw from the hips and you throw. No, he's just fucking wildly throwing these arms like he's in high school, and a lot of the memes are like, yeah, he grew up in Westlake. Oh, looks like he's fighting at Crocker Park again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that was, uh, that was the first round. Um, is there just a lot of downtime in that fight where they're not even really punching? Yeah, so it was a lot of Mayweather. So I, I I'll give this. So the first the first round was a, it, it, um, I gotta give Paul. He, you know, he was he, they. I gotta give Paul this, and and I, I don't know, man. You, you're going to an exhibition match, and you're getting a robbery heist, as Mayweather called it. That's what he called it. He's like, I robbed you guys, you know, for free or for legally, like, um. He went in that first round, and he pretty much absorbed a bunch of punches to his gloves mm-hmm. to the point where, like like I said, uh, Paul was just throwing these wild from-the-hip haymakers and just hitting on his gloves, and Mayweather was just absorbing it. Second round was kind of the same thing. The third round, Mayweather was just coming forward the entire time with his hands up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mayweather, norm- he was doing that, his normal, Mayweather was doing the normal crouch down and try and throw a punch and, and avoid punches by the third or fourth one round Mayweather's just walking forward with his hands up in his face like this getting his getting in his grill and either uh getting clinched up and then winning the clinch or was punching from inside because Mayweather's shorter you know yeah but also obviously a billion times the boxer um but yeah, just kept putting his hands up, walking. And he was Daryl. He was walking forward, directly forward. This wasn't like mm-hmm. he was doing shutter steps or anything. He's walking right towards Paul, you know, with his hands up, getting inside his clinch. There was a lot of hugging, um, but every time he got inside, he, he he did some work and then got out and then walked forward and did some work. And it was like, I, I honestly think Paul won the first round. Mm-hmm. But he was just a bit more busy, you know, and then he had that flurry, which, well, I guess no one really won the round because of an exhibition match, right? Yeah. But still, you know what I'm saying. Um, but he just kept walking. Mayweather just kept walking forward, walking forward. And you can see Paul getting tired, but he, he lasts the entire um, fight, except for there's a lot of rumors that Mayweather knocked him out. Mm-hmm. That but, is the one clip I saw of the fight. 
Yeah, so the rumor is Mayweather knocked him out, hit him with a, uh, a right. Mayweather, uh, Paul goes to lock up with him. Mayweather comes in with the left. Um, with the, right when they're getting ready to lock up. Like, not a hard hook or anything, but just something that's close. And uh, he grabs onto him. And, um, yeah, it looked like Mayweather held him up a little bit. Like, kind of wrestled him up. Like, hey, wake up, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know. And I've been in a sparring session where I woke up against <laughs> against the ropes. Like, I I was sparring yeah. with someone, and, and they hit me pretty good. And then I, I, I came to on the ropes. And it was funny. When I came to on the ropes, he was doing the same thing, kind of bodying me up. And he was like, hey, man, this is sparring. I'm not supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not supposed to knock you out. But, uh, yeah, no, it held him up. And then pretty much Mayweather did the same thing. And that was the thing that I, I don't want to say impressed me because it wasn't a good fight. Um, but Mayweather just literally just kept coming forward the entire time with his hand. Like, mm-hmm. Daryl, literally like this, like a school kid. Yeah. And walking forward, walking forward towards the bigger and heavier guy like this. Yeah. And just would walk forward. <clears throat> like, literally, I, I, the, the audience, put your hands up. Like, you put them and you make, what, a rectangle in front of your face? Mm-hmm. And he was just hitting them, hitting them, hitting them. And then Mayweather was just getting in there and work, doing work, dude. Like, So was he doing, like, a lot of his, like... In the first two rounds, he was. A lot of the dodging, dipping, ducking. Yes. And then he realized, he's like, I don't have to do this against this guy. And But, see, that would have pissed me off because, like, that's what I was looking forward to most in the fight. Because, like, sometimes Mayweather well, the... of anybody can make dodging look exceptional. Well, the um, problem was, I think... Mayweather's dodging, but couldn't get around that reach. Because I don't think he... Has he ever fought someone that's that much bigger than him? I can't imagine. Right. He never went outside of his uh, weight class for, like, crazy fights. So, like, he was trying to do that, I think, at first. And then... Connor's even a smaller guy, too. But either way... I think he was trying to, and then realized, like, he couldn't counter off that like he normally does. Mm. Because that guy was so much bigger. And, like, he would throw a punch, and it would hit his arm. Yeah. And like I say, he just kept coming forward. It was just... You know, man. Um, I totally paid for it, so I totally got ripped off. Mm-hmm. So Triller can't sue you. Uh, it's not Triller. I think it's that was Showtime. Oh, was it some? Okay. Because gotcha. the other and the other Paul brothers signed with Showtime, so they're not doing Triller anymore. So Triller will be out of business in about six months. Oh, Jake probably still is though. Because I mean, I think he's going to be. No, here. Jake. I think signed with Showtime. Oh, did he? I think. Gotcha. gotcha. I think. Oh, well, that's neat. So I, I could be wrong. Maybe. I oh, maybe that's why Triller's just doing all those lawsuits. Then it's going to be their last little cash grab. It could be. I mean, they're 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 contacting people. Can they imagine if they contact the podcast? We we uh don't have a uh, receipt from the uh, Slurge Speech podcast, and I'd be like seventeen seventy six. Well, we watched it at someone else's house. Fuck off. Sue us. Yeah, um, I guess the punch stance aren't that crazy. They look incredibly low, but then I guess you look eight rounds. Wasn't too terrible. Mayweather landed 40%, 43 of 107. Paul landed 13% of his shots, though, which is pretty fucking terrible. He threw 217, which is normally too... too it's not too many, I guess, no. Did well, you, no, because then again, you should be multiplying that, so... Uh, Really, if this was a 12-round fight, he should have thrown about 260, 270 punches, which is too many. Did you see the gif of him trying to, in the first round of him trying to box up Mayweather? Who's just, no. Uh, it's, it's hilarious, dude. Because he's literally throwing like every high school kid you ever met. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's all from the hips. And, and like Mayweather's just like, yep, yep, yep. And he gets, he's like, just, and I, I honestly thought Paul was going to tire out by the third or fourth round. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll give him this: his stamina. He, you know, he, you know, other than the possible uh, the the controversy that that he held him up when he should have been knocked down. Like, yeah. I mean, why do you even do that? Probably because you have a bet if you're Mayweather that you're going to go eight rounds. Can you bet as an opponent? Like, uh, I don't. I think. I mean, I don't really don't think so. That's can probably got to be through boxing commissions. Can, can your, somebody else in your family? Yeah. Yeah. Because but, the, the the joke was that um, he knocked out Connor too early, and that's why he did that to Paul. Then that makes the whole thing look like a sham, though. What whole thing was a sham, dude? The you know what the fight was better? Can you look up real quick? The fight that was better was the Ocho Cinco fucking bare knuckle fighter fight, dude. 
Fucking Ocho, and that was also the joke. Ocho Cinco got dropped in the fourth round and, and got back up. Brian Maxwell? Yeah. And so Ocho Cinco got dropped in the fourth round and popped back up. And everyone was like, uh, the, the the meme was, you know, Nate Robinson, when he sees Ocho Cinco, you know, get back up, like, no, no, you ain't doing it right. You know, like, so that fight was actually pretty good. Uh, I'll give it to Ocho Cinco, man. He snapped jabs the entire thing. Like, he wasn't out there. Um, he, it was a little, like, you tell that was also kind of exhibition-y, but you could also tell, like, mm-hmm. Ocho was trying to, like, actually do his best, and he, and he snapped a bunch of jabs, and they had, a, you know, that was, that, those are the only two I saw off of it. Yeah. Um, huh. and the Ocho one was, it was, was a bit entertaining. That, that was a bit more fighting. Um, I don't know, man. It was cool not to see. A bunch of people smoking weed around the ring. It was cool not to hear fucking Oscar De La Hoya doped up on fucking cocaine, fucking screaming in the mic about how bad these guys suck. Um, oh, so Brian Maxwell is a pro MMA fighter who's two three and zero and has also some bare knuckle boxing experience. O three and zero. Wait, that's not right. Two KOs. I don't know. Either way. Not the most experienced. Oh, he's been knocked out twice, so he's not exactly a stud. Yeah, but which is fair. I mean, I'm sure. I don't think Ocho had any other fights. Did no. he say that at all? That was just his first thing. Yeah, his first boxing match. Um, <clears throat> great, great, great card. Well, and then Ocho came out like he he came out really like he did an interview where he's like, "Excuse me, guys, I'm sorry." He did an interview where he pretty much said, like, do whatever you can. He's like, guys, I'm retired. I'm a 40-year-old guy. He didn't say this, but he's like, no one said I could do this, and I did it, and I lasted. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't, not fail. Go for it. You know, go do your thing. Um, everyone told him he, he wouldn't be able to do it, and he did pretty well, you know. And then I read something else about Ocho Cinco, like, and I was like, you know, he always came off of that diva. And then I read some stuff about him where he's buying people stuff, and mm-hmm. he met up with the fan in Florida and bought dinner and everything. And it was one of those things, man. I I, I honestly climbed in the bed, I and because the thing that starts at eleven, mm-hmm. or the main fight didn't start at eleven, so I climbed in at like time ten thirty, which is pretty early for me, but um, popped on my laptop and. Just kind of watched it and took it for what it was. So, you know, um, boxing's having a hard time. Oh, boxing's great right now. Well, when the other Paul brother and Tyron Woodley is going to be the next big thing. Yeah. With Dave Portnoy being the guy who's um, introducing them, I, I, I don't know, man. They're pretty fight- fucked. Um, yeah, it looks like they'll, they'll they'll allow boxers to place wagers on themselves. Um, I don't think they would let them do rounds and stuff, probably because that again makes it look like I, that's probably the one thing they let them bet on. Or maybe they'll they'll allow them to bet on like, hey, I'm gonna knock them down in the third round. But I think even the the commissions probably would have problems with those bets because then you could delay the fight or whatever. Look, I assume you could bet on yourself, right? Yeah. Which is coming the wrong way because. Obviously, Pete Rose said he always bet on himself, and then... Yeah, but that's still a problem, too, if that shit gets out. That's why Pete Rose, even the betting on your own team is a problem, because then when you don't place the bet, it's like, oh, what starting pitcher is hurt, or what's up with Floyd Mayweather that he doesn't think he can beat this guy? Obviously, that wouldn't be a Mayweather case, because he's 50, you know. But, you know, if you have another prominent MMA fighter or boxer who's known for betting on himself, and then something comes out, that's just going to skew all the stat lines. That's going to skew, you know the you know by the commissions are gonna have to answer all kinds of questions about that shit too so oh hey i want i asked you something last night so surprised to see that uh let's move on so totally unrelated to and you might have to look this up so Mm -hmm. i sent you a text late last night uh let's look this up so um part of slurred speech is uh daryl is a lawyer or an attorney. Do you claim that? Uh, I mean, that's that's a fact. So that's your profession. Yeah. Okay. So Ohio that, that and sex work. 
Nice. <laughs> what do you what do you do them later? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably gonna leave here pretty late. I don't like to do the late night ones. Oh, okay. It makes me feel like a cheap whore. <laughs> I need to kind of plan my day around it. Do some. I like to and... be appreciated. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to get compliments. <laughs> nice so, butthole. So Ohio is an open carry law, right? Yes. Okay, open carry state. Yeah. And the only reason I asked it because I went to Giant Eagle today or today yesterday, and this is why I asked you this. Yes, mm-hmm. I texted you. What time I texted you last night? Uh, twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so perfect. You're wide awake. Yep. Totally not trying to sleep. Totally Tried not coming off a huge weekend where I didn't get much sleep and had a lot to do. Yep. So your drunk buddy <laughs> texts you and says, "So Ohio is an open carry law." Which mm-hmm. Neither are you, are you are you against guns? Or are you not like you don't care about guns? Uh, I basically think you need to. This isn't anti-gun, but I I think really the Second Amendment and everything we've set up is just kind of we're making arguments about what people meant two hundred years ago, yep. and honestly, everybody's wrong on it. I've done extensive research on that. I wrote a term paper for it in college that won an award at Ohio State for best American contemporary political uh, paper. And then I did a huge 40-page thesis on it at Akron uh, School of Law. So I know quite a bit about it. And I think it's just we need to have a common-sense discussion about what we want and don't want. And I don't think guns should be taken away or anything. But I, And I that's all to couch what I was about to say, which is I think the Second Amendment is bullshit and all the arguments we have flowing from what the courts have fucking misappropriated to it and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's all f- stupid. Let's we've always talked to where we'll never out. do politics, but I don't, I, this one really bothered me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a very random thing. So I was at giant Eagle get go yesterday mm-hmm. and the guy came in with a mask and with a gun open carry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. I, if someone breaks in there, I hope that guy actually trains with his weapon um, you know, I hope he actually has shot. How's you... open carry? No, uh, belt. Belt, okay. Belt loop. Yep, belt loop. And, um, I, I you know, I'm gun guy. I have got a bunch yeah. of guns. Yeah. So, anyways. Absolutely, I've, I've never told you that you shouldn't have those in your house. Or you've never said so, a word. Yeah, no. You've. Just want to make that clear after what I said about yeah, the Yeah, no, you've never, like, you've been in this house a billion times. There's loaded guns in this house where, mm-hmm. yep, anyways. Um, I, you know, I, I want to protect myself, my girlfriend, if someone ever thought they need to come in and they got past a hundred pound German shepherd, they'd have to deal with whatever is next. Yep. Anyways. So I, 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 I'm so badass, dude. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so fucking tough. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But like that, I would wake up, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? I would wake up to like Raven, like coming back in. That's what, that's the hundred pound German shepherd coming in. Like I've got this guy's arm. He came in here, and you guys weren't awake, and I don't like people in here when they're not. you're not awake. Okay, so Ohio is an open carry state, right? Or law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I look up the law after that, and it's you cannot transfer your gun with ammo inside it if you're in Ohio. A person may not transport or have a loaded firearm and a motor vehicle when the firearm is accessible to that person. Correct. So how can you open carry, but you can't transport a gun? So that that is literally, uh, and I I haven't necessarily looked into Ohio state laws. It was always kind of a big picture thing for thing for me, um, but the, a lot of those laws were meant to curtail problems that came from drive-by shootings um and as well as the fact that it allowed for crimes to be committed in a much faster manner so you would obviously if you're going to go rob a bank or a fucking mini mart or something like that you're going to have the piece in the vehicle you know in the in the the vehicle where it's at and you're going to you know just pick it up and go and do your thing um, and then if, you know, you were to get pulled over after an arrest, it, it would, they would have you for something. Even if you got mistakenly, um, they'd be able then to hold you, um, charge you with a gun crime until they could put together the other stuff and maybe get, you know, everything that they would need to charge you with whatever crime you might have just committed. So really the purpose of it, you can't open carry in your car. You have to keep the ammunition or keep the, the thing disabled in some way. But it could be in your trunk. 
So um, this is what I'm asking. So say I'm open carrying in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. Say, I, which I would probably never do. Maybe mm-hmm. if like it was a war state, I might mm-hmm. put my 38 on my, my. I got the little holder for it. So I say I I got my 38 and I I draw I walk to my car from my house. It's in my holster, right? Yep. Do I then have to open it up, empty it, put the ammo in the trunk? Which whatever, since I've I've always shot since I was like 12 years old, right? Everyone, it was always the rule. Like, put all the ammo in the trunk, put all the unloaded guns in the car, and then drive to wherever we're going to go shoot. Yep. So if I'm open carrying, can I not have the ammo in my gun while I'm driving? Correct. What the fuck? So then... So 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 wait, you... I, I, I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't be positive if you put that loaded weapon in your trunk. I don't know if that would be enough. If you put it in a lockbox in your trunk. But I think you're missing my point. So, I have a holster, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I have a holster. I got my 38. I got mm-hmm. that little snub-nosed 38. You've seen yep. it. So, I go to get in my car. I go, I'm going to open carry my snub-nosed 38. Well, I can't have the ammo in it. So I have to take those six bullets and put them in the trunk while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And then when I get out and go to get-go, mm-hmm. I have to pop my trunk and put my bullets back in my thirty-eight. Yep. What? That's wild, dude. Yep. That's what I was texting you about. Like, and, and most likely, I would think people that are serious enough about it to avoid that whole thing, they probably have a lockbox in their car um, that's then ready to go. And again, that's that's to make sure people aren't about to do you know, quick crimes like that. Um, and also probably a little bit road rage incidents and things like that. Now, when you say a lockbox, if I have my gun loaded and put in a lockbox in my car, I can have it. I don't want to, this is not legal advice. Okay. Uh, no, then, then that's fine. And I would want to, I would want to look that up before. I, I didn't anyone. mean to put you on the spot. I just, I read that shit and I'm like, cause I literally saw that guy gecko and he had his Glock on his hip, which is great. Whatever. Do your thing, man. And then, he got back in his car and drove off, and I'm thinking, like, isn't that illegal? Like, you, every time I've ever shot, Daryl, like... If it, that gun was loaded, that was illegal for that guy to do. No kidding. If he just sat back down in his car and went on his way. No kidding. And please don't take... I, I, I hope no one takes this as a political... I think it's more of a learning thing, like... Because I, I, I've got a little holster for my thirty eight. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you cannot knowingly transport or have a loaded firearm in a motor vehicle in such a manner that the firearm is accessible to the operator or any passenger without leaving the vehicle. So as someone that hasn't had one of these cases or anything that I haven't done extensive research into the case law stemming from that law, um, my guess is on the plain face of the law would mean if it's in your trunk, it's probably fine. If it's in a lockbox in your car, you're definitely fine. Um, so you kind of, the more you do, the safer you are. And I'm sure there's extensive case laws on people that just had it in their trunk. So there's a clear answer to that question. My guess is that that's probably safe unless, you know, there's also a hole in the back seat of your car that goes right into the trunk or something like that. So it's really an accessibility issue. Like how reasonable is it that you could access it? Um, and that says without leaving the vehicle. So I guess my guess is, would be. People probably put it in lock boxes and things like that if they have a truck and they don't res- really want to have it in the, the cab of the truck. And maybe that's kind of a, a permissive way to get away with doing it. Um, kind of an exception that's been carved out by case law. My next question, which is totally out of there. I have my, uh, what's the thing you open up? The glove box. My glove box locks. Can I put my gun... That would essentially be the same question then. If a lockbox in the car is fine, then that's probably fine too. It's not necessarily the... Let's hold up. Before we... Anything you listen to here is not actual, you know, like don't take this stuff. To, like don't throw your gun in your lockbox. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, we're a podcast, so it's called Slur Speech. Everything we say here is opinion. Um, Is that right, Daryl? Or am I... Stepping on your toes. Yeah, no, no I, I'm, I don't know what you're getting at. I'm pretty much saying, like, don't put your gun in your lockbox, lock it up, or your glove box, lock mm-hmm. it up, and then you get pulled over and blame the Slurge Speech Podcast. Mm-hmm. So if I put, like, I, I'm sorry this is getting so deep, but I, I saw this No, guy. no, go ahead. Yeah. 
So if I load up my gun, throw up my glove box, and lock my glove box, I should be good to go? You should be. Should be. Okay. All right, listeners, go ahead and put your guns in your glove box. I was just so... It would definitely have to be locked. Yeah, totally. Definitely. I was just so confused when um, that guy walked into the get-go with his gun on his hip and then climbed right back into his truck. And I'm like, dude, every time I've ever shot, we've Mm -hmm. always put our, you know, ammo in the back. That was the rule. Yeah. Put yeah. the ammo no, or... I mean, cause, I mean, that's the best way to tell people how to do that stuff is when I'm talking to a client that's kind of asking me questions like this, I figure out something that works for them and then that's their rule. So somebody in your family probably knew like, hey, you know, I know somebody that legitimately told me at one point in time, as long as the ammo's in the back, that, that then that's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, the, per, the, the, the restriction is having the loaded thing within arm's reach and I think probably a lot of states were like that, where maybe if it's in the back seat and if it's, you know, under something or in a box, it's fine, too. But state of Ohio is definitely, it's, it's a locked box or a locked compartment in the vehicle. Oh, shit. That's very interesting. All right. Well. Can't be loaded and accessible to the driver. The biggest thing. What about a slingshot? I don't think that would count the- as a... No, that wouldn't be. I think that law specifically stated, um, I'm well, off that, it now, but I think it was a firearm. So That joke didn't land. Slingshot? <laughs> Slingshot? Like yeah, Bart, Bart Simpson? That joke didn't land. All right, so <laughs> off off the serious topic, that I, I wanted to talk to I you did. about that outside of it, but I'm like, yeah, hey, fucking we'll talk about the podcast. <laughs> I got nothing to talk about. There's nothing going on. It's not like a... Uh, there's, you know, no Browns coach got DUI in Brunswick. No, and, nothing uh, like that going on. Um, you know, Baker's down in Austin with uh, some of the wide receivers and tight ends playing, uh, you know, grab ass. I don't actually mean grab ass. I think they're actually practicing together down there, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to hear. Um, Tony Gross, you can't compare, c- can't complain about them go- not going to OTAs. Uh, Tribe, where are they at? They're, uh, you know, they're sitting around. And then uh, the Cavs. Just dropped two or three to Baltimore. Yeah, that 18, Ooh, the boy. whatever game. or That was rough. Rough weekend for the Tribe. And it sounds, oh, Alistair Overeem uh, actually retired from MMA. Oh, did he? Yep, and now he's signed with Glory Kickboxing. Huh. Um, so he's going to go to kickboxing. Oh, you know what? I bet she's still in the Brunswick Mayor's Court. Oh, they don't might... look that. We're not going to talk about that, too. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's not something we need to... Yeah, no, the Indians got bombed last night to the Orioles, uh, playing the Cardinals. Kicking off a series against the Cardinals, and then we'll welcome the Mariners to town, and I will be going this Friday. This Friday? This Friday. What's going on? Oh, no, this Friday. Fireworks. Dollar Dogs, which doesn't matter to me, because I got club seats. Oh, uh, I'm doing something else Friday? Ooh, what are you doing, Joe? What are you doing? What 17, are you doing? 7, 8, 6. What are you doing? Going high to hang out the wild card? Ooh, you were here for that like 20 wild minutes ago. Card. I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I hope I remember. So I'm actually drinking a Four loco right now. Yeah? Wow, I didn't even really notice that. It yeah. looks a lot like a Steely. No, it's Four loco hard seltzer. Four loco, you know it's bad when four. You know when seltzers are getting bad when four locos got into the hard seltzer thing. Is that a twelve percent? It is. Ooh, I'll how be, is it? It's terrible. Is it? No, it's awful. Uh, take a sip of that in the mic, and I want your answer reaction. <laughs> it's, it smells bad. I just went. I ducked down a little bit to get towards the mic, so like you could maybe hear it. And I took a whiff as I was moving. It's it smells like liquor, dude. Give that a smell, dude. It smells like. Liquor. I know. Sip it. I've been drinking it. It tastes like liquor. Oh, it's a four loco with. And you know what the best part is with a hint of black cherry. It tastes like a Captain and Coke where they gave you, like, a flat Coke and it's also been sitting for two hours and the ice is all melted. Yeah. No, it doesn't taste good. That's bad. Is that, like, your first one? Yeah. Ever? No, I've had them before. You bought that more than one time? 
Yeah. So they were out of my normal. They're out of my normal stuff. So I was like, I gotta catch a buzz, bro. I I would drink nine Steelies before two of those. Steelies before that? That's fucking gross, dude. That that is one of the worst things I've ever drank. That wasn't flat, stale, mixed three different. They've got a fifteen percent version of this. Ah, dude, that was fuck. I still taste it. Next podcast, I'll drink the fifteen percent one. Try and make it way all the way through. All right, the next time I'm doing a sleepover podcast, we'll get oh, we should four locos seltzers and do the nineteen ninety two Royal Rumble. <laughs> 1776! <laughs> oh, man. No, but you're right. Like, it's even hit me pretty hard. Like, in my 20s, this would have been like, I'll shotgun this thing. <laughs> Were you really a shotgunner? I don't really remember you no. being a shotgunner. Just a boozer. Yeah. Never, I, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I like the occasional. I, you know how much I shotgun? How much? Here's a good example. I hand it to someone who uh, cut up the opening mm-hmm. that then spray themselves. I'm like, can you hand, can yeah. you cut up mine, please? I mean, you just got to know you got to tip it in such a way that the air bubbles at that corner. Yeah, I'm not good at that. And also, usually, if I'm shotgun, I'm already drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's I'm like, true, too. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm often made a designated shotgun opener. Are you? Yeah. What do you use? Mm. Whatever's available? Whatever. Anything with a sharp point is preferable. Like a key is, isn't quite good enough, but you can make it happen. You got to do a little bit of like a pound. That's the thing. That I always did the, I would do the key and it would just spray in my face and then mm-hmm. be eight ounces of beer. Yeah. Cause I mean, then you're kind of like moving the can and you're going to shake it and it might jerk and then it's going to spray off a little bit. But yeah, if you can get a sharp point and then just like poke it so that you get that and then just give it. The I think last time I shotgun, which was a little while ago. They use, like, garden shears. You know, <laughs> they're like, eh, hey, yeah, there you go. You might have done one at the birthday party a couple weeks ago. What birthday party is it? Uh, Renee's. Oh, I did do a bunch of those. But I had someone, um, I had someone, I had someone. Open. Oh, the last time you did one, like, did it yourself. Yeah, 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 No, I literally was like, yeah, you have to do this for Yeah, me. so at the, the wedding I was at this weekend, a real trashy shit show. What a trashy shit show it was. Oh, I heard goodness. it was a trash shit show. I'm really sorry I didn't make it because they, they I was did, supposed uh, to be in Florida. Yeah. Yep. Didn't go. And then I got a call yesterday that said, you might have to be in Florida tomorrow. And I thought, well, that's great because I don't have a life or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got a call today that said, you might have to be in Florida. And I thought, well, that's cool because I don't have a life or anything or don't have. Yeah. You, know. you think you're going to get a call tomorrow that you might have to be in Florida? Very possibly, yes. No, actually, I don't. I, th- I think they talked about it and said, well, we really over-exaggerated everything. And yeah. Like, they actually had someone go in there and look what they needed, and they don't need you to be there for four days. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll t- I've told you off air. I said, yeah. But then I, ac- I actually said to my boss, I said, hey, man, I have a suggestion. He's like, what's that? I'm like, next time we have an acquisition in Florida, why don't you send me down, like, November, December... January, like February. I'm... Can you buy the company? Yeah. In the fall. Yeah. Send me those. I don't want to go down in the middle of fucking June. Anyways, go ahead. You yeah. you went to a, a wedding yeah, of some people I've uh, never heard of before. Yeah. No. No, I don't think you know them. Um, How was it? I hope they're good. No, it was not a trashy shit show. Uh, it was very fun. It was a good night. Very good night. They did some shotguns though at the end of the party uh picture taking session which uh end up with a, a few uh beer covered people in there because they didn't do them the or... nicest clothes they've worn in really <laughs> in years but you know what are you gonna do yeah it's it life. It, they got some good shots out of it so um it's a good time shout out bob it's a beautiful day thank you for making me be such a big part of it yeah and bob i i, I really do apologize now we're getting all personal but who the fuck cares <laughs> Bob, I really apologize, man. I was supposed to be in Florida. I was supposed to be in uh, Lagos Beach or Largo's Beach or something. Mar-a-Lago? No. (laughs) Lagos Beach, I think I was supposed to be in, and then I wasn't. And then um, my girlfriend kept showing me pictures like, we're supposed to be here. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I'm sorry. I I fucked up. We're work fucked up. So, Bobby, uh, shout out, buddy. Um, 
So the next topic I want to hit on, I always love when a podcast, I've listened to some podcasts, are like, well, the next topic is... Mm. What do you think the next topic is? I don't know. Should you mow your lawn on a three or a four? Mm, two and a half. No, two and a half is way too short. First of all, you can't put your mower at two and a half. You're fucking crazy. Oh, well, the zero turn mower I use. Oh, does it really? Yeah. As a two and a half? Two and a half. How do you set to a zero mower to two and a half? I don't know. I couldn't figure out how to switch the setting. <laughs> it was stuck at two and a half, and I knew it was too low. So I, was like, <laughs> I couldn't get it to go. It was like a. I've never seen one. You know, they're mostly all like levers and shit. Yeah, yeah. This one had like a. <laughs> you could I did on it. <laughs> it had like um. I don't even know how to describe it. It has like this. Uh, it had this like it's like this rubber circle coming out, and then you, like I would assume you turn it because I can see the other ones coming. Like there's three here and two here. In a little window, but, like, it won't turn. I tried pushing it. I tried looking for, like, an unlock. You know, I'm getting off the thing and looking, like, is there a lock on there that I'm not. So then I just kept mowing it two and a half. Did you mow it too close to the ground or how to it, look? It's a little, some spots looked a little, like, it was a little too low for him. It left, like, a, a little brownie spot, like, uh. But, I mean, it wasn't like I trashed the grass and it wouldn't grow back. Did it yell at you? Like, when I say yell, it was like... No, 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 none of that at all. That, that thing just that hammered is, through that it. That powerful. Yeah, powerful. I used to mow I used to mow the grass at the driving range. And they'd be like, hey, set it to with this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I just... Whatever mm-hmm. was that. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah, and it was, like, great on the whole infield I was doing. Because this was mowing the baseball field. And uh, then I went out into the outfield. I was like, oh, I'm getting some spots. And also it was lower than the other guy was mowing the outfield at. So <laughs> we got a little bit of inconsistency going on in this circle going in. It's like it's lower, higher, lower, higher. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Good time. <laughs> so uh, did you fix it after you? Uh... No, no. I'm going to I'm gonna look up how to ch- how to do that before I, like, get on it next time. Maybe you could ask the person that owns it. I could it. ask the guy that owns it. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a good idea. Mm-hmm. I bought Nike golf balls off eBay. They're not here yet, obviously. Yeah. But I'm 100% sure I'm getting scammed. 100% sure. 90% so sure. So did you go through, like, an intermediary PayPal no, or something? So, yeah, I went through PayPal. Okay. So they don't got your information. No, no, no. Okay. I, I've done so, eBay long enough. So why do you think you got scammed? <laughs> so I, 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 it's been, like, six days, and the, the order's never been shipped or processed. And I said, mm-hmm. I said, hey, you know, I sent a message, like, hey, just make sure this order, just seeing where this, you know, has it been processed, been shipped, blah, blah, blah. He's like, hello, dear eBayer. I apologize for your order not being processed or shipped. I am from Nigeria, and I would like to sell you these golf balls, but I would also like to live in your country. And I said, I don't want you to live in my country, but I want the golf balls. That didn't happen, though. But no, in all seriousness, this guy was like, nah, man, I don't know what happened. Like, something's wrong with my account. And I'm like, yeah, something's wrong with your account. He's like, yeah, so just send me the money again because, yeah, I told him. Because I'm a stupid idiot who's never done this before. Did you check if it was, were, were you charged? I was charged, oh, yeah. Okay. And it wasn't much. It was like 10 bucks, you know, yeah. for a golf ball. And I said, <laughs> he goes, please send me uh, the funds again because I was never given the funds. I said, well, you're a big fucking liar, and I called eBay. He's like, well, I'll call eBay, too. And I felt like we were big brother, little brother. Like, well, I'll call eBay first. So I call them. They're like, and I just, uh, I, I, I gave them the item number. They're like, yeah, so-and-so called about that item, too. I'm like, yeah, he's scamming. He's like, no, he just wants all of his money. I'm like, look, it, I paid for the fucking golf balls. Just give me my money back. And they're like, oh, okay. And which I got to give eBay, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I one time got a... Uh, golf thing too i got a driver it was expensive ass driver and i bought it off there it shows up the uh shaft is the wrong 
um, flex. Mm-hmm. So when you buy a shaft on your driver, you want it to be a certain flex, right? I swing fast, so I need a stiff flex. It shows up. Swing in the- fast. Swift. Fle- I already forgot what you said, but yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So, perfect. Nailed it. Um, Slim shaft. No. <laughs> stiff. Stiff shaft. Yeah, it'd be like if I was like, hey, baby, come look at my stiff shaft. <laughs> it's a true temper. Anyways, so then I, I summed that, and then the bottom of the driver was all beat up. Like, they kept topping off the ball, and there was indents in it. So I sent them pictures of that, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's totally fucked. We'll give your money back. I'm like, where do I send the driver back to? They're like, throw it away. I'm like, no shit. So I got to give eBay that. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. I feel like we're really reaching on this podcast tonight. I don't think so. I think it's been very good, especially coming in with zero ideas of what we're going to do. And there's no Browns. Well, you had some ideas. 1776! 96 days till the Browns opener. That seems like pretty quick. Who's 96 on the Browns? Uh, Jack Daniels. I feel like you just made that up. Let's see who's 96. Come on, give me a number 96. Jordan Elliott. I don't know who that is. I believe um, that was one of the guys we just signed, or maybe the guy um, that got hurt or opted out last year. You know, he played 16 games last year. It was his rookie year. Oh, okay. Defensive tackle. Shout out, Jordan Elliott. Played 16, started one, had 15 tackles. Really? You did it, right? Yep. Six solo, nine assisted. You know, in 1995, the Browns went 5-11? Uh, what year? Uh, 95 when we sucked. Uh, I was trying to five. I was trying to five, trying to find another number 95, and they gave me the 95 Clinton Browns. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, Bill Belichick was still the coach then. Fuck him. Yeah, he was until they left, right? Yeah. Well, they said we fired him, but still. 95 and Bill Belichick? Fuck. That guy sucks. Uh, Reggie Camp. Fucking Bill Belichick took the Browns in 95 to whatever. 5-11. That guy sucks. Probably never do anything in football. Probably not. Nope. I think, uh... His only chance of ever doing anything substantial is if he just gets, you know, like a once-in-a-lifetime player on his team to carry him to seven Super Bowls. Aaron Hernandez? Dude, I was actually... Hold on, hold on. I was actually watching old NFL... So, uh, my poor girlfriend. I watch um, NFL videos all the time, like when I come to bed. Uh And it's like, because I have Pluto TV, and it's uh, old NFL games... And it was, like, every time, you know, I, I love her that so much. It's so funny. She'll be like, did you like this game a lot or something? I'm like, nope. But it was uh, RG3 and uh, Morris and someone else from the Washington Redskins against um, the Patriots with Aaron Hernandez, Gronkowski, Woodhead, and Edelman. Edelman. And, you know, obviously the Patriots. uh mm-hmm. But it was just funny to watch, like, you know, Aaron Hernandez is just, he was a stud, but he was also a goddamn murderer. Did you know that? Yeah, I've heard I've heard a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, I think I, uh, I, yeah, I watched, like, a whole documentary on that recently. Did you know he was probably gay? I, you know, I heard a lot about that, but I, you know. It was a very interesting documentary. It was one of those ones you go into and you're like, I, I know, like, all this. And then I was like, oh. Why do they say he might be gay? I don't know. There's just uh, I can't remember if one of the guys like literally said that they were together in high school and stuff like that. But um, there was really a lot about that. Point, of I, I definitely got the impression that he was closeted or at least bisexual. There's a lot about that of uh, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, there was a lot of talk of that. I, I think I heard a little bit about Eddie Guerrero, but not uh. Yeah, so Benoit, really. Yeah, so there's a lot of talk that Ed, uh, Benoit and Eddie Guerrero were probably 
Oh, like with each other too. Yes. Oh, that's why, uh, like Chris Benoit was so upset, and not that they are just best friends, but like mm-hmm. just uh, there, there was a lot of talk that they were super close to each other, and then it seemed a little like the Edigrero uh, ceremony and how Benoit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least he never fucking murdered his family or anything. So. Yeah. Right. So if there's one thing. This last segment has taught us, if you're gay, just go get that dick. Yeah, just live, come out, dude. Be, come out. Be gay. Don't murder yeah. a lot of people. Or don't, like, your family might fucking resent you, but, like, which sucks. But, like, I think, like, if you have good friends or decent friends, if you come out as gay, they're going to be like, yeah, totally, dude. We do it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, if it comes down to shooting people or getting a shot in the mouth. Fuck it, take that shot. In take the mouth. that shot in the mouth. Or but I mean, in all seriousness, mouth, like, like if your family is like legit, like, I don't know, we're gonna hate you if you're gay. Well, fuck them. Yeah, don't like not literally, but like, um, no, you fuck your dad <laughs> in submission. But I, I mean, in all in serious, front of the rest of the family. But I mean, in all seriousness, say, like, this is me. Like, if you come out, like, if you have good enough friends, they're gonna be like. Well, I guess what sucks if you don't have good enough friends? Damn, this is getting depressing. Like, mm-hmm. what if you're gay and, like, you have sort of friends? Like, I mean, everybody has sort of friends. I just can imagine coming out gay to my sort of friends. Not that I'm gay. <laughs> I mean, outside of Renee, I don't know anybody that's going to have a problem with it. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, for me, too, I don't, I don't think anybody... I don't think everybody's going to give a fuck. What if, uh, I guess you'd find out somebody would be like, Jesus, or something. But yeah, like, probably. I don't think most people... I, I mean, and then obviously the people close to Renee would be a little bit like, hey, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Or Monica in that case, too. You think Renee would still live with me? Um, I think she'd make an exit plan. <laughs> I think she's oh, shit. sweet enough that... Uh, <laughs> After she kicked you out of your own house for a few days, <laughs> she'd be like, okay, I get it. That's hard. It's really fucked up. But... Renee! See if she'll come in. Let's see if she'll come in. I, I, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing uh, what her opinion on this is going to be. But I don't think, um, you know, I think long term you guys would be able to. To She's figure that out. I think long term she'd be okay. But, uh, you know, it'd probably be pretty hard for a little while. Yeah, she's sleeping. You know, it's not like you have kids. I love that. I love she's sleeping. I'm screaming all drunk. <laughs> yeah, you're not engaged or married or with kids or anything. So, I think she'd be pretty understanding. Well, I hope. I don't have to. I mean, I, I say I hope, but I don't care. I'm like, I'm not gay. That'd probably like, be fairly traumatic, I guess. Like. That'd be, yes. that'd be one of those things, like, you'd always be wondering if your boyfriend's gay. <laughs> He's got a beard. He must be gay. You're just, you are, I mean, you are throwing all sorts of red flags at her. Uh, I hugged uh, Shane before he left, told I loved him. Mm-hmm. Which is gay. Yep, you're always watching sports. Yep, gay. you're always, you... Just a bunch of macho men running into each other. Yep, you're every, and then I watch pro wrestling all the time. Pro wrestling is... And, like, I, she, came, she came in the one day I was watching. I would say that's actually kind of a yellow flag. <laughs> she came in the one day I was watching, like, pro wrestling. I had no, didn't care about, it. like, TNA from, like, 2002. She's like, what are you watching? I'm like, TNA. She's like, why? I'm like, I don't know what's on. And then you always... Uh... No, this isn't gay porn. This is a, a NWFS uh, mud match. This well, then, is not two hillbillies fucking in the mud. And then you always are o- over here pretty mm-hmm. late on Tuesday nights and yep. Wednesday nights. Yep. Occasionally you spend the night. Occasionally. Occasionally. Um, okay, let's get out of here. You like video games. Very gay. I do, especially the gay video game. Is there a gay video game? Uh, music gay. You're into music a lot. I do. I, I do play guitar and you drums. Collect and... comics. Nerdy and gay. No, it's not. Fuck. Hold on. That's nerdy and can't get anyone. I've seen you in that polo you've got. Dude, you want to hear a funny story? So the one day, me, Bree, and Sean, 
who is my brother and his girlfriend, go to go up the free comic book day at this um, at uh, Carol and John's comic books, which is uh, man, I can't believe I'm shouting out that Ground Zero One Five. I mean, you didn't say anything good about him yet. Just make sure you trash him. Oh, so I went up there and the gay the gay dude that was serving beer gave me like a bunch of free beer because he yeah, totally he wanted. Did. He really did. Like Bree yeah. was like. Joe, that guy wanted to date you or wanted to talk to you. And I'm like, hell, you know. Yeah. I got I've never gotten better service than I get at a gay bar. Really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There was one I, like, fairly frequented down in Akron. It was, like, there were, like, three bars really close to my place. One was the punk one. One was the kind of fucking the hole in the wall. And the other one was, like, the nice one that, you know, if you were going out with the girls from law school or something like that, they'd want to go to the square. And you know what? I guess... Nobody ever aggressively hit on me too No, badly. no, no. Same, and same. if they did, it was always kind of funny. Like, yeah. nobody was just ever grabbed my dick or twerked my, tweaked my nipple or anything like that. But, like, I got served way faster there than I did anywhere else. Dude, I remember my older brother. In my life. And his best friend went to a gay bar. And my older brother was not getting talked to at all or served or anything. And his buddy was getting... And my, my bro, older brother was so upset. Why don't they want me? Yeah. And, like, he had the tough guy mentality. Like, I'm glad they didn't want me, but why would they, you know? Uh, see, I would think he would be the guy that might have, like, um, I wouldn't say he was going to be rude, but I feel like he was definitely putting off an uncomfortable vibe. Oh, 100%. He probably did. And then they were just like, well. But I assume, that. like, if if you knew you were going into that bar, mm-hmm. like, his friends, yeah. like. If you and I were going to that bar as friends, yeah. right, we'd be like, we know what we're going into. We're just going to have a good time. Yeah. I'd assume that. I, I'd hope that's what they were going into. Yeah. I don't I don't know who his friend was either, though. Um, You've met him, but I'm not going to say it. More comfortable in that environment or just. I guess he was less comfortable after ever, after he uh, they started talking to him. Oh, really? Yeah. And Mark was like. So why'd they even go there then? Was it just they ended up at that place randomly or went in without cheap, knowing? Cheap free drinks. Cheap free drinks. Yeah. Dude's night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Which which one was it? Where's it at? Do you know anything about it? No, 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 no. no. I couldn't. No. I, I, yeah. Was it in the Cleveland area? I, it was obviously Cleveland area. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, okay. I'll have to ask him about it sometime. Yeah. Because um, they were... So the one dude was like, so the one dude was getting doing it all night, like getting on all night. And then my brother were like, was all upset that they weren't up hitting on it. You know, like... He's like, what's going on? What? You know? And then I, all I could assume is like, well, Mark, you're kind of the guy that's supposed to go hit on people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's like a big, barely guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. That yeah. he's all short. And you would think his other friend was more like the cutie pie type? Yes. Very yeah. clean shaved. Very uh, handsome. Would you fit. say he's handsome? He's very handsome. He does. Yeah. He is. You like this guy? No. I mean, like, I like him as a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. what's more important than anything. Whether someone's a good human being, think, think he's got a big hog. I want to. I'll tell you the story off ever. Last time I saw him, because soft lips. Uh, you know. Actually, him and I. You know, it's funny. I actually, I got. I got to laugh because him and I wrestled at my brother's wedding. And I fucking tackled him into the wall, and we went through the drywall, and we're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, whoops. Yep. Was that in the back room? I'd assume. The yeah. Staging area. And then he caressed yeah. me ever so gently. Yeah. Was there anyone back there while you guys were? Wrestling? Yeah. No. It was the whole wedding party. It was like we we're all wrestling and being fucking drunk assholes, mm-hmm. not gay drunk assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know where this went tonight, dude. This is gonna be an interesting. So at the wedding Friday or Sunday, actually. uh we were getting a few. I was actually getting ready because I had to tie a lot of ties and kind really of good for you. Get a lot yeah, of yeah. boutonnieres or whatever they call the flowers that they put on the guys. Um, and then at one point, it just ends up with me and uh, one other buddy. Uh, ah, well, fuck it, AJ. Um, Shout out, AJ. And we, I just at one point, like you would do in front of a bunch of other people just to be funny, I just kissed him right on the lips, and then. He was like, you know, there's no one else in here. And we kind of look around. <laughs> like, we just kiss in private. 
like, yeah, I think we did, <laughs> bud. <laughs> and I left. Hey, speaking of AJ, you know, I heard a and dice. Did... I've heard of a dice company. Yeah. Yeah. What about them? Uh, Arcanacast moving into their new headquarters and commercial space in Parma Heights, Ohio, right now. Like right at the corner of West 130th and Pearl. I don't know the address yet, but we'll get it there. No worries. They're still not opening up yet. They got the, uh, they got their uh, 3D printers and things firing off dice and other custom goods for everybody as we speak. But the storefront itself isn't open yet. So. Yeah, so they're working on it, but that's awesome. Yep, we'll um, update it as soon as they do, of course. Yep, and I'm always going to build up friends, so we'll mm-hmm. always build them up, and we'll talk about them every podcast. And we're so. kind of in preliminary talks for getting uh, Joe his own little comic book corner or something over there. <laughs> we'll see. I, we'll I see. We'll see. I'm getting all shy. Like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, you might have a little, nice little section in there for yourself. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah, and my brother's, and my brother's wedding, Tom... And I literally fucking fell into the drywall and smashed a giant hole into it. And, like, it was funny because they're all, you know, when you're drunk and fucking wrestling, you know, like, you're like, yeah, you know. And we smashed that drywall, like, yeah, so we'll just act like that never happened, you know. Uh, Let me brush that drywall off. We did it, both of us. We did it, both of us. And then, like, he went on the other side to see if he could push it through. (laughs) Uh, okay, well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Later, folks. <laughs>